Oh my God. Wasn't that, well, didn't that feel good? Didn't that feel good, guys? Welcome, welcome, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Poetic Justice, here as humbly as I can. And this is the podcast where there ain't no hoes. But you know what? We do think out loud. Yerp, yerp, yerp. If you don't know who that is, that was that was menaced by Forever Golden. But we'll get into that bullshit later. Uh, all right. Pull up my show notes. <laughs> yeah, see, see, that set the energy and tone for the pod. That that was really good. I like that. I'm gonna start doing that. I'm gonna start having an intro and outro song. Oh, okay. But like, yeah. If you don't know, guys, if you listen to this on the streaming platforms, go ahead on Apple and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I always fuck that up. I always fuck that up. I think I might just make an intro, like an intro thing. That way. Like, I just get right into pod. Like, but, but I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But if you listen to this on Apple, Apple Music, um, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, keep fucking that up. Oh, my God. Words are killing my ass tonight. We're, we're going to push through. Because one take is all a nigga do. Go ahead. Give us a rate and give us a review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll down. Give us a five-star review. A five-star rate because, you know, it helps with the algorithm, moves us up so we get recommended to people that have never even heard of the Entangled Thoughts before. We trying to blow up this year. And oh, go ahead, drop a quick review. Tell us how you're liking the pod. So that also helps me become a better podcast and make this listening experience better for you. Oh. Next, go ahead, go to our fucking Patreon. It's the best way to support our podcast. Not only that, but we also support you. We have about 25 different bonus podcasts never before aired on the interwebs that you can access. Um, these podcasts are a lot more raw. They're a lot more brittle. We don't give a fuck, and we don't hold back on the Patreon. So go ahead. It's the best way to sponsor us. Uh, we have our $1 tier, which gives you access to our uh, name readings every week. Um, not only that, but you also get access to the regular podcast. We have our $5 tier where you can, a- can ask us our questions on the Discord. And we have our $10 tier, um, which gives you access to vlogs and a special VIP access for any parties and stuff that we tend to throw in the future. But go ahead, do that, and it's the best. It's like, again, it's the best way for you to support our podcast. And shout out to our sponsor for this episode, and that's going to be Anchor. You already know about Anchor, but we'll get into that a little bit later into the podcast. For right now, let's get right into the bullshit. I was, uh, week's been, my day's going good. Because, like, right now, this is uh, either pod four or five. I think this is pod number five. I still got to do, or pod number six, technically, because tomorrow will be pod number five. I don't know. Or today will technically be, I don't know. I know tomorrow's the last day for this whole week thing, and I'm I'm already kind of exhausted on potting every day. It's, it's, it's very, it's very taxing because, like, not, but, like, it, it, it's, what is, what's, what's, this potting every day has done for me is been able for me to um, kind of find and develop my workflow 
with this new layout that we have got going on and find out like what's what's what I like, what I don't like. Now, what I really wanted to do, I really wanted to like be able to clip all of the pods that I did this week, but that's that's why we're pre-recording. So whenever I do get a computer that can run Premiere Pro and all my other programs that I need, I can just transfer over and they will be simple as that. But we take one step at a time over here, one step at a time. <sighs> but yeah, work was good. Uh, uh, today's a Sunday. Today was a Sunday. Today was a Sunday. Uh, yeah, so we went to work today. Ain't ain't no ain't no shit. Ain't no shit. But uh, it was a, it was a fun experience at work. Uh, it's a very chill day. I like I like like little short shifts like this. It makes makes the day go by faster. Uh, crack open a cold one real quick. Coca-Cola, if you want to sponsor me, I'm not mad at it. Give me a bag. Do they do they even sponsor podcasters like that? That'd be crazy to have a Coke deal. Hey, I got that new Coke deal. <laughs> That's crazy. I would want that. Whoever got that Coke deal as a podcaster is making a fucking bag with sponsorships. You're you're <laughs> You're making a fucking bag. I need that. Give me that bag. Need that in my life. Ooh. I know you're gonna forget it. You see this see the song was so catchy. Okay. But we're that that's the he's gonna be in our music feature today. So you already know guys, life's full of tales and stories, but it's those stories what define our character. So this week's being New Year's Kiss. I've had a great many loves in my life. Yu-Gi-Oh. Porn. That's crazy to say out loud. That's crazy to say out loud. But like, no, um, I have a great many loves, and obviously my 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 first first real girl I ever really fell in love with. I never forget her. I know she. I'm I'm a very forgettable ass nigga. I know she forgot me, but um, yeah. So back to this. This is about my ex Mariana. We started dating sometime near my birthday one year, and like we kept it going, kept it flowing, and like I I talked about Mariana earlier this week. And like she, she was definitely the second girl I've ever, like I've ever truly fell for. And like this, it was so many new experiences with her. And like I learned about, I learned about myself. And most importantly, I learned. I think the the thing I took, not for, I wouldn't say for granted. That's not what it is. The thing I learned the most about that relationship was how to deal with. <laughs> Ladies, please help me articulate this in a um effeminate manner because I feel like the way I thought it was very fucked up. But she taught me how to deal with the woman who is struggling with depression. And like real like clinically induced depression. Like something's wrong in her brain and she she just she doesn't um yeah, you you y'all know what I'm trying to say. I <laughs> like I'm hanging around with this sad ass bitch all fucking day. This shit is fucking this this is true depression. She don't she giving it to me. 
can't say that's fucked up, Miles. That's fucked up. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. And like she, like I, I learned, I learned how to be patient with a woman that is like, like clinically suffering from depression. And like, cause like, there's a lot of things that might pop off that might happen that might not necessarily be your fault. And it, it's, it's, I feel as though it's your job as, as the man. You have to like, you might not be able to help her. You helping might not be the thing that she needs. It might just be like, look, like with her depression, there was there were, there were uh certain moods she would get in, like she didn't want to fuck with nobody. Me included. I get that. Okay. And it's my job to like, look, you do you. I'ma be right here, waiting, arms open wide. And when you ready to come back home, I got you, baby. Because I know you're suffering and you can't really you can't really like fixate on what, what you need right now. And I know, like, it's like me, me adding, like, what's wrong? What's going on? It's only going to make the noise inside your head worse. So as, as, as it's my job to support you, even if that means supporting from afar. But yeah, that's, that's what I believe, at least. Let me know if I'm wrong about that. And like, guys, let me know what y'all think about that, too. Because I know that's, like, for a lot of men, that's a wild concept. Like, I'm not going to leave my girl alone so she can get piped by some nigga. No, no, that ain't it, chief. You got cucked. That's what that sounds like. Nah, I I know the difference of being cucked and, like, learning learning what is the right amount of space between you and your girl. I can say that with conviction. I can say that with conviction because I, I've I've done I've cucked many uh many a white man from his wife. I've been satisfied about it too. That's a weird kink, getting cucked. I don't know who likes that. Mm, you'll get anyway. So, holidays is possibly the best time of the year. Bright lights, smiling faces, kids light up just from seeing a fat man in a suit. It's a good time. Don't get me wrong. And, okay, arguably, it's it's a good and bad time. Bad time on your wallets because, like, people's buying gifts and shit. I'm, I'm going to put this part of the story just because I want to flex because I'm a nice-ass boyfriend when I, when I decided to nut up. Um... So it's the holiday season, and like now, like me and me and her, we've been going out for like officially for like a month or so. And she, she like we start to have that conversation, like, "Hey, I want you to meet my parents." And I'm like, I'm "Like, okay, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put the game game face on, okay." <laughs> maybe we'll, uh, maybe I'll tell it on Patreon. I'll tell uh, I'll, on Patreon. I'll tell you how I fucked up this relationship and how I'm a crazy ass nigga. Um, but like holiday times, she's like, "Hey, I want you to meet my parents." Okay, okay, it's game time, bitch. It is my job to make sure these parents love me. I don't know how I'm gonna secure this bag, and if I fuck it up, I still don't care. But like. I have, I have a duty to at least, at least uh, try my best and play good. Right, this is this is my Super Bowl game. I can't fuck this up. So it's Christmas Eve. I I, I get draped down, 
I'm talking about. I'm in a suit, tie, nice pink button-down shirt, some slacks, and some nice pointy dress shoes. You know, that's not about all the cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was in my bag. I looked good. You know, I always overdress for every occasion. So, girlfriend sees me. She sees me in the fit. She's like, "Why do you dress like that?" And I'm like, "Look, look, baby." I mean, your parents. I want them. I want. I want your parents to like me. So, like, I gotta. I, this is. I'm. I'm for for like the next two days. I'm throwing away. You know, young sauce God, Miles Carter. I'm funny. I'm funny. I'm lit. I'm throwing that away. This is African American Miles now. I'm articulate. I'm. 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 Uh, and a conversationalist. This 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 is who I am right now for the next two days. She's like, okay, uh, I promise you, you don't got to do that much. And I'm like, okay, I'm still going above and beyond. So we get to the house where mama's mama's at. And this is not my mama, her mama. Let's let's get that. When I say mama in this story, I'm referring to her mom. Let's get that straight because she she is a beautiful fucking person. Um, so we get to the house. You know, we pull up. She's like, how you feeling? I'm like, you know, anxiety starts to creep in. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. If this goes, I'm th- I'm thinking the worst case scenario, I'm going to say something or, like, my 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 views, my little, because, like, my conservative start, my conservative type-ish views started budding at this point in time. And I'm like, I'm going to say something. And it's going like, they going to look at me like, hey, yo, is this nigga serious? And I'm just going to look at them like, well, I'll be piping your daughter because I ain't no bitch. Like, if you try to, if you try to bitch me, hell, like, yo, this man, this man is not suitable for you. I'm like, hey, that's why I be piping your fucking daughter. I be slutting her out. Like, I'm going to be very disrespectful. It's probably not going to end well. So um, I'm, I'm getting a little bit anxiety from that. She like just calm down. You don't gotta be you worried. Whatever. It's like okay, okay. And then I had like a a point five second minute hype up, like inside my brain. It's like all right. My brain was like all right, nigga. It's go time. We about to meet mama. Now it is your fucking job to make sure this motherfucking adores you. Okay. If she's not kissing the fucking floor that you walk upon, you have failed as a man and as a boyfriend slash future husband type shit. Now, it is your job to go inside this house and perform. All right, nigga. Light on you. That's a lot of pressure, my nigga. Shit, that's a lot of pressure. We walk up to the door. Girlfriend, search the key. Open the door. Hey, mom. It's like, it's like light, light banter. So I, I stiffened up my posture. Come in. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> my friend, my best friend, pointed this out. Like anytime I'm trying to, I'm talking to somebody that doesn't necessarily know me. I tend to deepen my voice. I think this shit's fucking hilarious. And I think he probably thinks it's hilarious too. I don't know why I do it. I think it's a dominance thing. So so anytime <laughs> So I walk in the house, I go <clears throat> Hello ma'am. How you how how you doing today? 
She's like, oh my God, you must be Miles. Nice to meet you. Uh, Mariana's told me all, told, told me all about you. Uh, how you doing today? I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, ma'am. Uh, how's your evening going? Is it lovely? It smells immaculate in here. The very food that you're concepting, I, I'm pretty sure is going to be simply delectable. Okay. He's like, why are you talking like that? I'm like, talking like what? This is my voice. Come on now, Mari. You should know me better than this. Uh, ma'am, I uh, hope it's not too much trouble, but uh, I have prepared a gift for you. I did not want to show up empty-handed. Pull out the bottle of that rosé wine. Mama's like, yeah. Mama, mama, mama turned on the charm for me. Like, oh my God, thank you. And it was like, it was like yes, yes, I appreciate it. And so then, she starts like cooling off. Mama, obviously, Mama starts sitting down. She makes her makes herself a little drink, and she makes me a drink as well. And she, she, she's we are sitting on the couch, and though she's asking me questions, and like, no, this like, you know, I expect this from any parent. I expect this from any parent. It's called what? I call this the grilling session. The grilling session is when the parents sit you down, you know, in a kind of like an open forum where they ask you the nitty gritty questions. So how do you, what do you do? What are your goals in life? What attracted you to my daughter? How many kids you plan to have? Like, mama, mama was serious. Mama wanted me, mama wanted me to pipe her daughter and get her pregnant so that we could give her grandbabies because she had no hope of grandbabies until I showed up to that house. I love mama. Mama's great. I haven't talked to her in years, so because obviously. So I'm a, I'm a, let's let's get a rundown of that conversation. Like so she sits me down, you know, she's, she's so excited. She's sipping her drink. And she goes like, so how are you, Miles? And, like, at, and at the time, I was like, oh, <clears throat> you know, uh, ma'am, I'm 21. I'm like, oh, my God, you're 21. That's great. He's 21, Marty. Like, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that meant to her and her uh, Hispanic culture. or I don't know what that means. I'm like, oh, shit. Let me. Okay, good. I, I thought I thought I'm good on time. I'm good on time. So she's like, he's 21, Marty. And like, yeah, yeah, he's he, he, he's a he's a little old, not that much older than her. She was like, I, I was 21. She was like 19. Um, I can't say that out loud. Okay. Um, so like, so, so like, oh, so what do you do? I was like, oh, well, well. I'm, I'm taking like a come currently I was taking a gap year in college. And so I told her that she's like, Oh, okay. So when do you plan to go back? I was like, I don't know. Uh, cause right now at this point in time, I was still kind of trying to figure myself out what I really wanted to do. If college was really the move for me. And, um, you know, then we start asking, she's mama start asking the big questions, right? She's like, okay. So why do you like my daughter? And the way I don't I don't know if y'all heard that, but I heard that. Let me let me say it again just in case. So why do you like my daughter? You heard that the second time? There was a little inflection when she said like my daughter. Because she thinks her daughter, like, I'm not going to get into their relationship because I ain't going to talk about it because I feel like that's disrespectful to the both of them. But 
she 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 was curious, obviously, about why I had feelings for her, and I told her why. And I was like, like, cause like, hey, you a hey, nigga, they call me poetic justice for a motherfucking reason. Let's let's get that out the fucking window. She's like, so she hit me. Mama hit me with, why you like my daughter? I was like, <clears throat> hit her with one of these. So, yeah, like, fellas, if y'all if y'all if y'all ever get in the grilling session, I give you permission to steal something like this. I was like, well, there are a great number of things about Mari that I enjoy. I enjoy her ambition. I enjoy her drive. I enjoy the way she cares for other people. But if I had to say the number one thing that attracted me to your daughter was her spirit. What I mean by that is she has the type of spirit that's willing to give unconditionally. And, like, obviously, I don't mean, like, physical, but, like, emotional-wise, spiritual-wise. And she's the type of person that when you're just around, you you feel of a lighter spirit around her. And she makes my spirit happy. Not only that, but she has an innate, uh, she has an innate thing about her that just naturally makes me want to be able to protect her smile. And that's what I love about your daughter. Clap it up for me. Clap it up for me. That's poetic justice, bitch. That's I do this. I do this. I'm that nigga. Let's get it. Let's get it fucking straight. I am that fucking nigga. Let's get it straight. I feel good. I feel really good about that. I, I thought I was gonna fuck it up, but like I said something along the like I'm paraphrasing, but I said something along those lines. <laughs> and it, the the reaction that Mama gave was like, oh my. God, this nigga is the one. Marty, if you fuck up this bag, you are no longer my daughter. I only have two daughters now. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You already know. You already know. I got the I got the bag. So me and mama started kicking it off. One thing goes to another and it starts to get late. It's time for me to go the fuck home. So then I was like, oh ma'am, I is a appear it appears to be very late. I must withdraw for the evening. Uh I thank you for the dinner. I thank you for the drinks. It was simply wonderful. And hey mama like I mean you don't have to go, do you? You can stay the night here. Hmm? Which what would what, 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 what she say? My mom she's like mom and my girlfriend's like, Mom, <laughs> no, he can sit the night here. It's fine. It's fine. It's like, oh, okay. I, I guess I, um, I'm here. I'm, I'm in it. Cool. Cool. Okay. I was like, it's like, all right. Uh, if, if you, if you insist, uh, then sure. Yeah, I, I will stay the night here. Do you have a blanket or something I can use to sleep on the couch? Like, oh no, 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 no! You don't need to sleep on the couch. You can sleep in Mari's room. Like, Mama, what is you doing? Your mama trying to get us to have kids right now. That's what she. Mama, I'm fairly positive that if the situation was right, Mama would have probably spiked my drink, and. It probably made me fornic. She would have done some, something sinister. Something sinister to make sure I inseminated her daughter. 
Love mama though. Peace. <laughs> it's just, if this ever get out, I'm crazy. I'm crazy, nigga. Uh, uh, yeah. So mama doing her motherfucking thing. So I ended up staying the night. Whatever. It's Christmas now. I watched her family open the gifts. Went back home. Cool. Okay. Cool. Now the vibe was so strong. Mama invited me back for um, New Year's. It was a family party that they were having at one of their cousins' house. And I obviously I was it was time for me to meet the the greater family, you know, the cousins, the abuelas, the abuelitos. Um it was time for me to meet them. And I was like, okay, okay. This time I don't gotta come out unless it's New Year's, bitch. I, so it's my job to come drippy. I that is my only job. It's like okay, at the time at the time, like a song that made me feel like, hey, yo, I'm that shit. Like, get me in a very hype mood because at the time I had like this, um, this Cuban link chain, diamond, like, like this, like this. It was spark. I don't know if it was diamond, but it was like it was a very sparkly Cuban link chain. And like, I would put the chain on. I put a solid fit on. I don't, I don't even remember what I was. I was. Yes, I do. I was, I was wearing like this long sleeve, pumpkin colored polo, V neck shirt thing and it, it was dope and then the chain was just the, the the diamonds was dancing and like a good song that I, I I like to vibe with it was like you know that 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 the, the baby's part of cash shit you know you know why these bitches love me why because baby don't give a fuck what you do I'll be fixing no we watch you sucking my dick pull it out then I titty fuck like like I, I feel like the shit with that man like pulled up to the party meeting meeting all cousins you know like I'm I'm just keeping to myself, right? I'm minding my fucking business. Oh shit, right, right, right. <laughs> Whoa, hold it there. Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, a.k.a. the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly, not least, we have our $10 tier, which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast. So then, like, I'm, I'm one of the cousins come, come up to me. We start having like conversation. The conversation is going good. I'm like, it was, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool, whatever. And then, you know, it's a minute before midnight. And like I'm I'm somewhere in the dining room sipping my um uh, champagne. Because that's what people drink on what's to call it. Girlfriend, she's trash. She she is out of there, broski. She is way more fucked up than I think she had an intention for. So it's a minute they you know they started counting down. Oh my god, it's about to be midnight. We're about to go to 2020. And it was like, so I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm not paying attention to him. I'm on my phone. I think I was, I don't know what I was looking at. I'm on my phone. So I am. 
girlfriend starts going starts to go in a frenzy in a panic <laughs> starts uh like uh, uh, this is from her pov she told me this um so she starts running around ripping and running running and ripping and then like now now you know like the last 20 seconds like there you are i've been looking all over for you i was like oh i just i just been chilling it was what's was popping it's like it's about to be midnight it's about to be midnight i'm like Oh shit! It's like they were here, like ten, like come here, come here, ten, nine, eight. It's like so we about to do this. I'm like yeah, we about to do this. I'm like so five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year's! And you know, like the, the shit's popping, and I, I, I secured my very first New Year's kiss, and boy, did it feel great never had a new year's kiss before i thought it was, thought it was pointless it's like just like it's like a regular old kiss it's a normal ass kiss but new year's kiss hits different does it not to the people who've listened to this and had a new year's kiss doesn't it feel different than all the other kisses y'all have had throughout the year new year's kiss is like you're bringing in the new year with love with patience, with kindness, and you, you, you with the person that you probably adore the most, in like in, in 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 your groups, and you're sharing this very intimate moment with them, kissing them, letting you know, like, hey, look, I'm we're we're both I'm here, you're here, and we're both coming to the coming into the new year together with each other there's nobody else that i would rather spend my year with my years with and this is just one of many and i'm glad i'm able to celebrate it with you doesn't, doesn't that hit different for anybody it hits different for me I, like, it hits different for me that's why that's why i have to say so kiss is done I'm like, oh my god I have a very high level of elation right now. I feel good. I feel like I can fight a fucking bear. I'm I'm with the shits. Now the reason I told this story is because it's like little moments like that. Little moments like sharing that little kiss, that New Year's kiss with uh, my girlfriend. A lot of times. I speed through life, putting my body and my mind on autopilot and just coasting through the motions. Rarely, rarely do I stop, breathe, and smell the fucking flowers. So my life lesson for y'all this week is whether you're in work, whether you're in school, Whatever you're doing, take time for you. Cherish your little moments in life. Because those moments can last for forever within people's hearts. Do that for me. Drop the fuck. That's just drop, the, drop the fucking mic. This is it's like bombs. Do, 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 That's a fucking bar. That's a fucking bar. But I'm not a rapper. Talk to these niggas. <laughs> Ugh.
Yeah. Yeah. I felt good about that. I felt really fucking good about that. All right. All right. All right. Let's get in this week's topic bag. Huh. So Maury is finally being canceled. Yep. You heard it here, folks. The TV show Maury hosted by Maury Spopovich is finally being canceled after 31 season. It's a bittersweet end. Maury is the host of Black Ratchetness. I've been watching Maury for years and like obviously I can't recount how many fucking crazy ass stories happen on Maury. Hey, real talk though, Maury and fucking Jerry Springer are fucking crazy uh towards the LBGTQIA plus community. They be calling these niggas transvestites and trannies and shit, which I recently learned is um is you're not supposed to call them trannies because that's is a derogatory term. Or transvestite too. Uh, that's it's very it's very derogatory for the community, and like I, I can't I can't explain it the way um, my friend explained it to me while she was trying to help me, educate me to become less of an ignorant nigga. Um, she said it's like it's like calling me an African. It's like similar of calling me an African. I'm not African, but I am black. I'm African American, but like, it's like saying, oh, you're from Africa to them. I think don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. That's off the record. (laughs) No DJ academics. But yeah, Mari's finally retiring. I don't think Mari should retire. I think, I think a new host should take over Mari. And like, cause Mari old as fuck. I wonder how much he gets paid per. Let's look it up. How much does Mori get paid per episode? Cause if he is making a, if Mori has been making a bag off of black people's misery for fucking years, that is crazy. That's racist. I should get a cut. <laughs> uh, let's look it up. How much does Mori? Get paid per episode. Now, this nigga gets paid thirteen million per episode. This nigga has been making a profit off of black misery for over thirty years, and he's making thirteen million per episode. What are we doing with our lives? We should cancel Maury. Hashtag cancel Maury. This nigga is making a crazy amount of money. I don't like it. He's been he has been making this money for years. This nigga has gotten his bag thrice over. And now after 31 years you want to retire? I don't like that. You owe us more. You better pull the Tom Brady, pull the fuck like rescind that retirement, sir. Don't like that. It's crazy. Like, like I think my favorite part of I think I have two favorite parts of Maury. Like as far as like the series as a whole. One, anytime somebody figure out that the father of who's supposed to be the baby the baby's father isn't the baby's father and the girl started freaking out she started crying 
and started running away. And then these cameramen are on, they are on fucking sight. They don't miss a fucking beat. Like literally the only person that I think was able to escape the fucking cameraman from Mari is fucking Lil Nas X. I don't know. And I don't know how the fuck Lil Nas escaped these cameramen. He, he was, he was maneuvering in that hole. He was going up, down, left, right. He, he was hitting the turns. I just don't, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. Maury making 13 fucking million dollars per fucking episode. What the fuck? I, I guess. Shit. Hashtag cancel. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Maury. Let me make 13 million from people's misery. I'll be down for that. <laughs> that's crazy. Thirteen million. Oh, I could. That's thirteen million different fucks I could give. I wouldn't be worried about nothing. I wouldn't. My hair wouldn't even be gray. That's how. That's how stress free I'll be living my life. I let them niggas fight on my show. Like I, I let them get into it, boy. So, man, I've been reading the sacred text of the women's book of of their book of the council. Women, ladies, I'm about to expose y'all. <laughs> jokingly, jokingly. Let's get into it. Let's get into this bag. All women are liars. Let's 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 get that out the fucking way. All women are they're liars. Why are you lying to me? Hmm. Who told you that? Man, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to arm you, okay? Just trying to arm you. So you know what to do when you've been bequeathed by a situation. So I was at work, you know, I was I was I was doing something and like there are certain there are certain lies that women will tell men to get out of situations. A lot of the times these situations can be compromising for the woman. So she she therefore tells a lie to help escape the comprom the compromise compromability? I don't think that's a word. I don't I I I I really feel like that's not a word. I don't think that's a word. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. But so, just going off a list of some of the lies that you women will tell men to get, escape situations. <laughs> this, this, this is probably my favorite one, and we're starting with this one, so it's cra- kind of crazy. It's not you. It's me. No, nigga, it's 100% you. It's 100% you. You did something that she thinks it was kind of fucked up, so now she's trying to deflect and, like, trying to let you down easy. Why are you letting me down easy? Who told you to do that? I didn't tell you to do that. Break my fucking heart. Do it. That's what I want in life. Second. (sighs) That's just my best friend. Nigga, if she's got a best friend, that that nigga and or bitch is piping her. And like, yeah, yes, I, I threw bitch in there too. I threw bitch in there too. Cause let me explain something, ladies. Y'all think y'all are fucking slick. 
y'all women women have this ability they'll kiss their 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 homegirl their best friend and like oh my god <laughs> but like we would never really do anything if you're willing to kiss your homegirl i can't be with the shits i cannot be with the shits i'm sorry ma'am that's cheating you gotta get the stepping now you got to get this because when when have you ever guys looked at your homeboy and th- thought like damn nigga you want to kiss just for the fuck of it that's gay that's gay nigga you're gay you're gay that's gay the LBGTQ community gonna come after me. They gonna find this clip and they gonna come after me. And like they, <laughs> they gonna hit me. The, they gonna whip me. <laughs> I love. I love doing this spiel. I love doing this spiel. <laughs> they gonna hit me with that. How dare he? Poetic justice is. He's racist, misogynistic. Homophobic, cisgendered male. Y'all need to get rid of him. He is not the vibes. He's a bigot. He's ignorant. Get rid of it. I don't like it. And they go, they go find that clip, and I'm done. I'm done. So, like, for my real fans, when they do find that clip and they do try to cancel me, show them like, "Hey, yo, bro, I I love sucking dick." Like, hey, yo, I just love sucking dick, bro. Like, I, I love to get piped right from the back of my asshole. Like, just, yeah, okay, there we go. There we go. Enough for, oh, oh, oh. I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> she gay. She, this kind of podcast are gay as fuck for, like, 30 seconds. It's got mad gay. No homo. Pause, my nigga. Pause, my nigga. <laughs> Have y'all ever been chilling with a girl that fits that 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 associates herself inside the community, and ever like I like I like to fuck with I like to fuck with my girls. I like to say that mainly because like they're horse, they're promiscuous women, and they'll fuck anything that has a fucking pulse, including me. So like I I like to fuck with my girls, and so like a lot of the times when I'm chilling out with said my girls. Uh, I'm like, and like something whack happens. I'm like, oh, yo, that's gay. And then they like, <clears throat> that was nasty. I'm a nasty fuck. Why the fuck I just burp into that mic like that? I didn't deserve that to hear that in your fucking ear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all didn't need that. <laughs> but no. So like, I'm mean, out be chilling. Like, like something whack happens, and then they, I'll be like, "That's gay," and then they'll like they'll hit me on my like chest. Like, hey, you can't say that. Like, what? Who the fuck said I can't? Like, that's that's it's derogatory towards like the, the like the people of the communities. I'm like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, I, I saw gay, so I said gay. <laughs> I don't mean gay like, hey yo, that's homophobic as fuck, or or homo homogenous. Yeah, that's homogenous as fuck. I don't mean that. I don't mean like that. I just mean like, hey yo, that's whack, bro. That's got that's gay. Bring back gay twenty twenty two. That's going to be. I'm gonna put that in my Twitter. Bring back gay twenty twenty two. I'm gonna tag my boy Dom Sharp in it. <laughs> 
I don't know Dom Sharp. He's he's just a black content creator I look up to, which is very hard for me to see myself as because I am a I am a black content creator making content for the culture that that associates with each other, which is which is which is valid because like I look at uh, like all the shows and podcasts and stuff that I watch and I realize that I don't fuck with anything that like is made by white people except except for brilliant idiots, but. Can you really call it white because it has Charlemagne the God and uh, and flagrant too? I love I love I love Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz is fucking hilarious, bro. Him and Akash Singh, um, both fucking geniuses and masters of their craft. Fucking love it. I I I would die to go to either one of their shows. That would that would be fucking amazing. These niggas are over here selling out arenas. I I want to go to us like a small time show, a show like where like. Like at a comedy club, I, that's what I want to go to. But yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, my my girls, my girls, they, my girls are the most promiscuous of the women. I love it. I, I, I just, I think I, I'm a whore. Let's, 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 I'm a whore. <laughs> but like, yeah, if she said that's her best friend, she piping that person. She piping them, or they somebody's doing the piping. She 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 she's getting she's getting sexual seducted by somebody that's not you. So yeah. If she say I'm on my period, boy, she's just trying to say she's not trying to fuck you. She she that's all she's trying to say. She's not trying to fuck you at that point in time. It may not be it might just be there for that moment, or it just might be never, because there ain't no fucking way. If I'm trying to fuck a three three weeks out of the out of a month, you on your period. Bitch, I know how math works. Or like or like they'll they'll, they'll some some girls like to get smarter but with it. They'll they'll pull that card twice twice a month, but they'll spread the month the the weeks out. And I'm like, hmm. One of these things is not like the other, bitch. I know, I know what's going on. You can tell me the truth. You don't gotta lie. If you're not trying to fuck me, so just say, just say that. That means, like, okay, I'm gonna stop wasting my fucking time with bitches that 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 that, that not trying to fuck me. Because why am I talking to you? That's crazy. That's crazy. But like, that's very. It's, 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 that's gonna be a very contradictory statement towards later. Check out the Patreon. Uh, yeah. She, yeah. So she says she on her period. That means she's not trying to fuck you. She might not be on her period. I'm gonna say something nasty. If a girl told me she was on her period, depending on how bad it was, like I'm talking about, if it was like a heavy date, okay, okay, you got it, you got it, baby girl. But if it's like at the beginning or damn near towards the end, oh, so what that mean? I got my red wings. So are you trying to bust it open or and and the girls that really do be wanting to fuck you be wanting to fuck you the week they're on your period more than anything. I never understood that. Cuz like okay, like it's like it's like all right. I'm on my period. Oh, okay. So I know one this you're going to be hormonal as fuck this week. And two, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not about to get no type of, I'm not about to get no type of pussy. Like I, I understand this. All right, it's, it's like, it's like the balance of life. You, you, you give and you take. Right. Okay. 
uh, let's like there's a there's a Bible verse that I I recently I recently discovered that says about periods because I'm looking back at the Bible I'm starting to like look at certain verses and like like some of these verses are very crazy and like would be viewed as misogynistic. Um, the Bible is homophobic, misogynistic. Um, it's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of different verses in the Bible that if you bring them into light in today's world, they, I, I would I would like to hear uh, um, what's it called a sermon based off these these verses because some of them are very are very um, it's hard for them to take it out of context and flip it in a uh, a good. In a good light, much like a swine. Is a woman. Okay. Okay. So I think I found the, I think I found the verse I was talking, I was thinking of. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. It's Proverbs eleven twenty two. It says, Much like a woman much like a swine is a woman without discretion. Ah. Proverbs eleven. Ah, actually, I'm gonna look up it because I know there's like the King James Version and whatnot. So stick with me. Pro Verbs eleven twenty two. Okay, it's it's like a gold ring in a pig's snout. It's a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. Now, if you, just, if you dissect that, much like a gold ring in a pig's mouth, is a woman without discretion. Meaning, a woman that doesn't carry herself in a, and a non, yeah, a woman that carries herself in a promiscuous way, uh, is like a pig wearing jewelry. Wild, wild. I know, I know. It's fucking wild. I, I just want, I want to see, I want to see a, a, a pastor break down fucking bible verses like that and there's bible verses condoning slavery um i think there was one condoning rape it's it's it's, it's fucking the the bible is crazy and there's one um basically saying that it, when a woman uh starts to um, be, begin on her period she, when a woman start, is on her period she becomes unclean so as a man, it is your duty to for the for the next week make no contact with her whatsoever. Uh, seclude the women, seclude the woman in a a place where she can't be surrounded by anybody. And like it's it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna look that one up real quick. Ah, no, that's too much time. Too much time. We got a show to run. We have a show to run. All right. And last, the last one is, I'm going out with my girls tonight. 
don't know if I gotta spell this one out. But she getting dick tonight. Somebody about to be R.I.P. that pussy. Hey. She she getting piped. She is not going out with her girls. Her girls have no plans with her to go out. Her girls are fucking introverts. She is getting piped tonight. So now you gotta make it a you gotta make an executive fucking decision what you gonna do when she come home. That's an executive fucking decision. What you about to do, bro? We skinny and toxic over here. Skinny and toxic. That's probably going to be the name of this fucking podcast episode. Skinny and toxic. I I, I, I could dig that. Where am I at? Am I doing good? Okay, damn. I just want to get this off my chest. Jack Harlow is a fucking whore. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, the obsession these women have with Jack Harlow is fucking crazy. And I, I, I get it. I get it. But like... Y'all need to understand something. Jack Harlow did not have as much clout as he did when um was popping dropped. He, he, he this was pre beard Jack Harlow. Obviously, he still had the he still had his swag because Jack Harlow I don't think is a white man. Jack Harlow is black in a white man's skin. He was born he was born the wrong fucking race. That man is black. He has too much he has too much seasoning to to be white. Um, first of all, I want to talk about the name of his next project that's dropping. Uh, I don't, I don't want to misquote this, so I'm going to look it up. Jack Harlow. I, I almost forgot how to spell. That's, that's, that's not good, Miles. That's not good. Jack Harlow's next and upcoming project, which releases sometime in, I think, April or May, is called Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Now, if you don't keep up with Jack Harlow, this is something these girls will write on, like, poster boards because, or, or will say to him directly because, like, I don't, I don't, what, like, ladies, explain to me what is your obsession with Jack Harlow. I need to know. What 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 type of voodoo magic has this man cast upon y'all to make y'all go goo goo gaga over this white man? Let me know. I'm very curious because well, obviously, I I do think that some girls think it's attractive when a white man has a swagger of a nigga. I do think that's attractive. I do I do think that girls think that's attractive. But like Jack Harlow cracked the fucking formula. He has women of all ethnic parties throwing their panties at him. Actually, I do recall a video of a girl. He was on a show. A girl threw his panties on him. He picked it up and he sniffed it. I'm like, this nigga is what? You can will never like. Let me be rapping and performing somewhere. You will never catch me. Sniffing a, girl, sniffing a girl's panties in public. This man is nasty. This man is nasty. <laughs> I don't know where this bitch coochie been. Coochie probably, her coochie probably not only wet from me, from, from me, obviously, but she probably been sweating in that coochie all day. And I, I, I highly doubt they have like some type of version of gold bond for women's coochies. Uh, so that probably that shit probably musty. I'm not trying to smell that. I want, I want my, I want her coochie be smelling like. I want to. We get into it, baby. Like, 
your coochie better smell like fucking lavender or some shit. It better be scented by roses. It better it's it better smell like fucking baby powder when I go. Oh, one day these people are going to come and cancel me. I'm, there's nothing I'm gonna be able to do about it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Skinny and toxic. Skinny and fucking toxic. Oh. I can't help it. Mm. So there's a trend that I've been I not I wouldn't call it a trend, but black women in cosplay. And I'm talking about they going the whole nines. They have my heart. Wholeheartedly. Whole, whole fucking heartedly. I would, I would, I would drown a batch of puppies for these women. Let's, let, like, like, I was on a, I was on a gram today, right? Scrolling through, minding my business. Then I see this, this goddess of a being can't remember her fucking at for the life of me but she was cosplayed in a bikini of Sukuna if you don't know who Sukuna is Sukuna is kind of like the Jujutsu Kaisen nine-tailed fox for the main character and shorty was looking shorty was looking she was looking scrunk dilly issues. I I wanted her to step on my face and, and hit the yada yada. Like 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 she looked good. And it made me made me made me made me a little bit sad. It's like, damn bitch, why the fuck can I get a like a cosplay queen like this? Like, I'll be willing to cosplay with you. Okay, bet you gonna be you gonna be Yuji Itadori slash fucking uh Sukuna. Okay, cool, baby. Cool. Say fucking less. Let me hit that male version of Maki. Right? Right? That I I can be the male version of Maki. I got the drizzes. I got the like. I, I, I'm I'm looking. I'm be low key peeping a glow up right now. Huh? Like the dreads coming in. Like they started. They starting to get weight. I'm like, okay. I'm looking delectable. <laughs> but no, like I, 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 like if I met a girl, right? We're out on a date. We're obviously conversing, and she tells me like, "Yo, I, 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 I real, I'm really into cosplaying." I'm like, okay, like, so what, so what, what level are we talking about? And she pulls out a picture of her doing like at a shoot, at a at a shoot or something, or like at, maybe even in her own home or about words. Oh my god, words are fucking killing me tonight. And um, she she's in a fit. She's like a little screen. I don't know if she edited the screen or whatever by herself, but she she's in cosplay and she looks good in the cosplay. I'm like, yo. Like, there's a cosplayer, Cutie Pie Sensei, on fucking um, IG. Love her. Love her fucking cosplay. I think she her two, fa- her two favorite cosplays from mine that I've seen from her are from Korra. Because she, she looks like Korra. She looks like Korra. So she pulls it out effortlessly. And um, Wonder, she plays a black Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like Wonder Woman from like uh, the, the movie. The movie Wonder Woman. 
And I love that. I was like, oh my God, I, I, I need you in my life. Baby, I'm willing. I'm willing. Come home. The kids miss you. <laughs> Come home. The kids miss you. It's fucking wild. <sighs> yeah. God. Cosplay Queen's got my fucking heart. They, 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 they can respectfully step on my face. I, 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 I would allow them to do it without hesitation. Like, baby, step on my face. That's all I want in life right now. That's all I fucking want. Just so you do, just step all over it. Crip walk on that bitch. <laughs> I got problems. I got fucking problems. Oh. Another thing I've been seeing on fucking Twitter is like, oh, first of all, shout out to the fucking animators that have been doing this. Because I know it's, it is not fucking easy making 3D animations. But it's like it was like, what would you do situations? So, like, you're driving down a highway or something, and you see a big-ass kaiju attack. Now, for the uninitiated, what a kaiju, kaiju is Japanese for strange beast. Um, typically, to give you, like, think, think of, like, Godzilla. Like, that's perfect. Think of, like, Godzilla. So a giant-ass kaiju of any kind, like, it could be a giant skeleton monster. It could be a fucking titan or, or a fucking Ava. If you, see, if you see that shit and you see something fighting that shit or, or, or we'll go worst-case scenario. You see that shit. You see the giant kaiju. And the kaiju is now fucking up everything that's in its immediate vicinity. And these niggas have the have the nerve to fucking ass. What would you do, bitch? What the fuck do you think I'm gonna do? I'm a you think I'm gonna drive up to bro like, hey, why you up there fucking with shit? So he can look down at me like, hey, why you down there fucking with shit? I'm about to stump the fuck out of you, sir. What are you doing? Do you not see? I'm like seventy stories tall. I will crip walk on your body. What are you doing? What the fuck do you think I'm gonna do? This is not an anime. If this if this giant kaiju is fucking up the countryside, it's not gonna be like, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, nigga. It's my time to shine. I'm the hood's strongest hero. You know? Nah, I mean, that nigga about to get the. He about to get that. What the fuck do you think I'm gonna do, bitch? I am running in the opposite direction, if that's even possible. Because I'm pretty sure if this nigga decides to jump, I'm getting squished. If anything, I'm going to probably just sit there and await my death and smoke a blunt. Like, I shit. This nigga, this nigga fucking with shit. Like, I I can't escape that. I might as well sit here and wait for my death. Shit. Tell me, what logical thing are you doing to escape this shit? Let me know. Now. Now. If I had some kind of powers and or ability... That I thought was like, okay, I could take this nigga. I, I might try to fuck with him just, just, just so I, just so I can let the governments of the world know, like, hey, I am that nigga. Don't try me. Don't try me. I will, I will fuck all your shit up. Okay. Okay. Oh well. Okay. There we go. There we go. Put that up. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you niggas ex- expect me to fucking do about that shit. 
All right, let's finally get into some music. Now, at the beginning of the pod, I played a song by these guys called uh, Forever Golden. Now, who is Forever Golden? Uh, I'm going to get into that later, but like he, I, Forever Golden is the group. I want to get into the individual, then we get into the group first. The name of the individual goes by Be Free. Uh, first, I first discovered Be Free about like uh, 22, almost about two years ago. He started popping off on TikTok uh, as like the, um, the, the he combines like hip hop and um, an anime. And on TikTok, the community started giving him the name of the rap game Hokage. He even got Naruto on the track. Like the voice actor who plays the English Naruto, yeah, he got her on the track. So it it was definitely he's de- he's definitely up and coming. Um, some of my favorite projects for him that I I like I keep in fucking rotation is uh, Lost in Paradise. Oh, hold on, yeah, I had to, yeah. I just had it. I just had it up. Oh my god. There we go. Lost in Paradise is uh like my first project that I ever listened to him. Dead or Alive is probably my favorite project by him. And his most recent one is uh called Bloom in a Dark Room. Uh that one that one hits is it's, it's like it takes a deeper emotional tone. So that's why I like that one. But like so far, all his three most recent projects are a fucking slap. He um he has a song that he just uh posted as of recently. It's called When It Matters. Um, and it's very impact. It's a very impactful song for him, at least, because uh, recently one of his closest friends just died, and uh, he made this song in memoriam for his friend. And the song's been doing numbers on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and I'm gonna just play you a snippet. And that was when it matters by Be Free. I'm probably not gonna put the whole version of that in there. Probably gonna cut off a snippet of it, but um. Yeah, it's a very impactful song. I like it. Uh, just to go a little bit more about uh, who Be Free is, what he's doing. Uh, he recently started, like, like, I say recently, but like this happened like 2018, 2020. Uh, he has this group called Forever Golden with six other uh, artists. And they have this EP called Gold Together. I listened to this EP before the podcast. Um, it's fucking fire. And the song that I played at the intro of the podcast is called menace and it's on the fucking ep slaps and i think menace and uh parking lot pimping is my two favorite songs out of this and it was, it's a very short ep it's like six songs it's definitely worth it's definitely worth the listen so go ahead do that for me guys and like his name is be free uh be, be sure to look out on his music because this nigga does not fucking miss with a song. The production go crazy. His brother does his production for him, and he has a nice combination of like the Draken, uh, which is like the singing and the rapping, because he actually can hit the notes and he doesn't like auto tune everything, which is good. So yeah, go ahead check out the boy. Be free, uh, great fucking artist. I, I fucking love his music. Great fucking artist. <sighs> All right, let's get into. Our TV and movie bag. Human resources. So, like, I'm like on like the fifth or sixth episode of Human Resources. I'm almost done with the series. Um, this is a great fucking series. But as you would expect from the uh creative creative minds of Big Mouth. <sighs> 
So the episode I was just watching, it's called Love in the Time of Postpartum. It features this, um, this character. She's the main character of this episode. And she's going to postpartum depression. That's like when you, after after you give birth, and now the baby's no longer attached to you, so you're kind of, you're depressed. And now she's starting to blame me. Started blaming the husband. Started blaming the baby. And the husband, he's, he's being a good husband. But, mm, phlegmy. I got, I got like a little phlegm, a lot of phlegm inside of my throat. But like, so the whole episode, she, she's, episode starts off, um, she like, she's trying to cuddle the baby to sleep and the baby not going to sleep. Cause it's, it's like, it's like the, that terrible three to six month period where the baby just won't stop crying. So now she's freaking out. And like her, her little anxiety bugs like creeping up in her ear. Like, what if the baby wants? What if the baby doesn't go to sleep? And like, he, she just freaking out. She's freaking the fuck out. And then she starts manifesting her depression kitty. And depression kitty, like, hey, you, you doing a fucking terrible job at being a fucking mother. Like, this baby does not fuck with you. And like, you know what? You know whose fault this is. This is your husband's fault. If he stepped the fuck up as a man, maybe we wouldn't be in the predicament that we're in. And like now, she's starting to believe it. Like hey, maybe oh, is she right? Uh, is is it my husband? I, I can't I can't get any sleep, and now it's harder for me to go to work. And like the husband, like he man's is doing a great job. I'ma say that he's doing a great job. She because he know he she's going to postpartum depression, so he he taking care of the cooking. Taking care of the cleaning, and like he sees his wife, his wife is stressed out. Obviously, as a man, we don't want our wives to be stressed. So he pulls up to the work with the baby, baby with the baby strapped on his chest. It's like, hey yo, I'm like, babe, I know you stressed out right now. I know you, I know you're doing your motherfucking snack. I brought you something, and she's like, bro, why the fuck are you here? And then like one of her, like her, I think it was called her, her, her fuck ambition demon or something like that her ambition demon is like bro we want these people why the fuck did he pull up here we want these people to think we're a cold a cold hard ass bitch we don't need you fucking nigga like that's why you don't love him anymore and then she 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 said it out loud that's why i don't fucking love you and i'm like damn it's like babe it's like i understand i'm gonna leave which I, at the time, at the time, I thought like, damn, bro, I ain't going. If that, if that was me, I'm not fucking leaving. You say you don't love me no more. Now we got a fucking issue. Now we got a fucking issue. Uh, but like he, he, he left, and, and then she eventually goes back home, and like she's walling her sorrow on her phone, and then her, her, um, manif- the manifestation of her um, sense of love comes in. Like, hey, yo, I know you went off on bro. I know you went off on him. But remember how y'all. Remember why you loved him, and like she she brings up a memory with them, uh, like they they were eating salad and like how her father uh, never was never there for them, never there for her uh, to walk her down the aisle when she got married. So man man stepped up like, hey, we don't need we don't need nobody to walk you down the aisle. I'll walk you down the aisle. And like she, she thought that was sweet. So he came through. He got her a chalupa from Taco Bell, and then she loved that nigga again. 
And it, and it was a, it was very sweet because like the, I thought the episode was sweet because the man showed an unparalleled level of patience when dealing with his women, and like it's like something that gets taken for granted. Like obviously, a lot of times as a as a guy, I don't know what's going through a woman's head, and it's like it's like oh I gotta play the guessing game because sometimes I believe ladies y'all don't y'all don't even know what's going on up there, so. I have to look at actions. I have to review it. And like, like, okay, what would be the best course of action for one, our relationship, and two, for her? Um, so shout out to, I know, again, I know this isn't, isn't real, but like, it was a great depiction of that. So, yeah. Shout out to, again, check out Human Resources. I'm going to come back to y'all when either another fire episode comes in or I finished the series. One of the two. Well, one of the two will come from. One of the two will come first. Okay. Y'all already know. Welcome to the Blurred Zone. Now, last night I did say we were going to go in depth and talk about both jobless reincarnation and the world's strongest sage. How am I? Damn, I am I am going crazy tonight. We had like an hour and 19 minutes. That's that's great. I love that for me. I love that for me. <laughs> so let's get into um where are you? I just had okay, my show notes. I, I lost my show notes. So let's get into the world's strongest sage first. The world's strongest sage is is kind of like an isekai. Um it stars this uh I can't remember his original name. It's an unimportant. I'm gonna call him it stars Matias, uh, which is the main characters. Um, he's older. He's more done. I think he just wiped out an entire the entire civilization of the demon race. And he's like, "All right, I'm done with this shit." And uses some kind of magic to kill himself and have him reincarnate, like literally thousands of years later. He reincarnates into this body. Now he's growing up. Now he's about. I think he's. I think they say he was like 14 or 15, but he still retains all his memories from uh, when he. Uh, annihilated that demon race and years later he's regarded as the father of magic and which is which 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 he thinks is kind of fucking crazy like this nigga this nigga like reincarnated to figure out like that that this this entire civilization uh, this entire civilization has regarded him as like one of the founding fathers of magic or whatever so he's like wow that's fucking that's wild um i wasn't even that good at it um so now he he's he's like okay I just want to go to a magic academy I'm, I'm going to learn magic I'm going to become some level of like successful because like how magic works in this universe uh, everybody is giving a crest at birth and this crest determines your affinity for for X magic like there's certain crests that are good for targeting so like people that could use targeting spells enchantments there's a uh, certain uh, there are certain crests that are good for literally shooting stuff, and certain crests for they are good for overall affinity with close hand combat or just overall affinity for magic. And he he had he got the close hand combat one. So so he he gets to the school and finds out that he didn't wipe out the demon race. The demon race had survived somehow. Not only did they survive, but they've been taking over human society for the past couple hundred years. And now, so he's like, all right, now I got to kill these demons again. So, like, he goes through the entire show, overpowered as fuck, and just literally any anything that comes his way, he just watches them. 
and like to the point it gets it gets played out very very easily so he'll he helps his classmates get to at least a okay level to where they can like all right have the basis basis of understanding of where his magic is so they can improve in their skills and that's what the series is um very cutthroat very dry no type of seasoning and like but but it's still better than Tokyo 24. I shit a lot on Tokyo 24. Tokyo 24 was the biggest fucking disappointment of this past anime season. I am so fucking mad cuz I thought it was going to be hype and it ended up being fucking garbage. Um disappointment. This a fucking appointment. Now going into jobless reincarnation. Oh, well, well, hold on. Hold there, buckaroo. Right, I can finish this within the next couple minutes. Um going into jobless reincarnation. That was reincarnation. It's fucking heat. It's a complete opposite end of both of those animes. I just know. I noted. Jabba's reincarnation starts like this dude. He's in his real life. He used to be a fat fuck, and apparently, I don't know how true this is, but uh, right before he died, he was jerking off to a picture of his uh younger cousin, and he's like twenty seven, if not thirty. His younger cousin's like a minor, um, and. Some some like somebody had him killed, so he so he's like in like the void of space, and like you know I I got I got killed because I was doing this nasty ass shit. If I get reincarnated, if I come back to life, I'm gonna be a better person. And so he the next thing is he wakes up, he's a baby, he's a child, and now he has to relearn an entire uh, entire country, and like finds out he has an affinity for magic. Starts doing magic, starts becoming very proficient at it to the point where he's able to use um, wordless casting, which is which is never heard of in this world. People people are casting these spells and they have a long ass incantations. He doesn't need an incantation; he just does the spell. Which now he's now he's being sort of regarded as a genius. And there are certain character elements that I like about um, the first the first kind of couple arcs of this story. Is first is a uh, his so the main character's name is Rudius. Uh, first is Rudius' dad. Rudius' dad be fucking these hoes. I love Rudius' dad. He 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 be piping these bitches without fucking regard. He has a wife and a family and everything. Rudius and his two little sisters. Um, there was a scene. Where he come like Rudius comes home and like notices the tension in the house is fucking weird. Like, hey, what what the fuck is going on? And then he's like, yeah. The dad comes out like, hey, yo, I gotta come clean real quick. So the mom and uh, Rudius is looking at him like, what the fuck is going on? He he's like, yo, I piped the maid. I piped our maid. And then, like, mamas go, mama start going off. She slapped the fuck out of him. And then they, they, they agreed to have, like, an open marriage type. I don't fucking know. Mama was like, I forgive you. But if you do something, some dumb shit like this again, we're going to have a fucking issue. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. So then the rest of the series, Rudy goes on to learning how to be a more proficient mage and, like, help the teach, teach. Uh, the other members of his family, and it's a it's a good solid anime. There's a lot of hype moments. There's a lot of character world building. I like it, and they just got approved for a second season, so I am with the shits. Uh, Jobless reincarnation. Make sure you look out for that. Oh, and that concludes the fucking show. Man, 
we made it. We made it, guys. That was a solid fucking episode. I like that. That was a solid so- fucking solo episode, too. So make sure y'all go ahead and check out the Patreon for the boy. I would really appreciate it. It's the best way to support our podcast. Again, we have the $1, $5, and $10 tiers all accessible to you. It's the best way to support our podcast and our dreams of becoming uh, independent fucking content creators. Uh, also, if you're listening to this on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give our podcast a rate and give us a review. It'll help move us up on the algorithm. Help us get on the podcast charts because once we do, then rakes in the money. Uh, also, go follow us on our socials. You know, it's late night said he love on his socials and entangled thoughts and only poetic justice on mine. So you already know what it is, guys. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a fucking fantastic day, night, and or work shift, whatever you might be currently. My name is Poetic Justice. I've been here as humbly as I could. And remember, keep them thoughts out your bed. Keep them in your mind. Good night, guys.